With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You spoke the game, no matter what you say. Welcome back to Winners on this Saturday morning. It's a pleasure to be with you. Let's have a look at some of the races at Sandown on the Lakeside track today. The Easter Cup is an interesting contest because we have White Marlin, who's the current favourite for the Lexus Melbourne Cup on that first Tuesday in November, Dicko. He's short enough here, I think, today. What price do you think he'll start and do you think he'll win? I have no idea um, if he'll win. Uh, no idea about the intent. He's drawn awkwardly. Do they roll forward? I think a really key point for Sandown today is it should be heavily on pace suited. Um, and, and that'll be where you'll see some of the movements of the markets in the earlier races and other races. That's what they're focusing on. Horses that are going to be mm-hmm. in that sort of slot and have handled a soft to a heavy track before. Um, there's a lot of confusion with the weather at the moment in Melbourne. You know, it was supposed to be like Noah's Ark yesterday. It wasn't. Um, I think this horse will start closer to two dollars and three dollars, um, and if it does, you almost cannot bet into the race because it's potentially a lot better than everything else in this race. Jules, fascinating race. I mean, a bit of speed comes out of the race from a map perspective. Barb Raider who rolls forward comes out. Sparkle comes out. So you think right you are probably leads from one. Fitness Edge has to take. Doesn't want to give away that barrier advantage. And you think White Mullen probably sits outside it. Uh, we sit down and we go, okay, well, what are these horses that we want to try and be aggressively laying? And this is the perfect horse for us. We're top price in the market. We think he is, a, no doubt, probably the best horse in the race. Absolutely. But when he's at this price point, and we talk about this a lot, price sensitivity is king. And we just think he's short enough. We just can't get him that short. So we've got to try and get something out of him. Um, so happy to be top price, White Marlin. If he beats us, well, I, I think the setup is awkward for him at best. If he comes out and wins this be five... I'm worried about the rest of them in the spring. Um, and I know these horses that he's meeting today won't be his competitors in the spring, but it just means that his horse is, you know, going in the right direction, which we knew, you know, last spring. Um, but we're happy to be laying this horse, but uh, I'm excited to see him back. My, my my advice to any punters out there, and it's dangerous for me giving you any advice, is, <laughs> is, is that we didn't know Dubai Honor a month ago. The Australian punters, you went into a pub and said, do you know who Dubai Honour is? They wouldn't know. So don't get carried away in backing for a Melbourne Cup when we don't know who's coming from Europe or even Japan for our great race on that first Tuesday that's, in that's, November. That's, that's outstanding advice. Thank you. I um, endorse that don't tell me, Don't tell me, Jules, they're backing Anton again, are they? They actually are, which <laughs> me because I am happy to be – we're happy again to be top price at Foxcatcher yet. So – He's been supported this morning. Um, I think he probably might have found the floor there, though. I think you're probably going to get better if you like him. And we know the market gravitates to this horse all the time. He's got big numbers. We know that. In essence, his potential is to be a Group 1 horse, but he just hasn't been able to display it on the racetrack when the punters have needed him. But he's always going to be popular. Again, we're happy to be top price him and and see what happens. So um, you like him? 
to come back in with us. Well, so that's interesting because it might you're... be a good race, G, to have both the the baggy and the fox catcher apps up together and see how high we go. Because I hate the horse too. I don't know why they're backing it, and uh, <laughs> we might need to have a little what therapy about, session. Who, you after like the you race. like you like Buffalo River, don't you, DK? Yeah, I, look, I liked him a little bit more with the weather forecast because I think he's bomb proof on a heavy track. But I, I certainly don't think Ayrton's any special on, on a soft track. I mean, he's only seen uh, one soft track and one heavy track, but he failed on both. Um, I think the horse is half a myth. And it's a race where there's a couple of horses that looked half prime to me outside of Buffalo River, who I really like here. I don't mind Buffalo River on a good track, let alone on a soft track. Um, he's got those track and trip stats. He won't soften at all in the market, would be my opinion, Buffalo River. Um, the one I think they'll come for, and if you like it, I'd have something on, is Lady of Honor. I, I personally don't like it today, but I just think it's going to settle up on speed. It handles soft tracks. It's race fit. It's got a nice SP profile. I think they'll come for that horse, and it'll start single figures. Okay, we'll take our final break. On the other side of it, we'll come back with our better bets on the programs that we've just had a chat about. And Jules surely's got something for us at Oak Bank. Surely he's been walking the streets at one o'clock in the morning. So surely someone said, Jules, you better back this and we'll get their lays of the day as well. Plus we'll get to your text messages. This is winners on this Saturday morning. You're with Gareth Hall, Jack Dickens and Jules Valance. Welcome back to winners. That was the quickest break of all time. We'll get through a couple of text messages in just a moment. So, <laughs> there's a Waller horse that's been heavily supported in race two there at Sandown. What does that tell you? Uh, just scary. I've already laid it. And um, they just want to completely, like, absolutely be with it. A few gear changes. It's uh, drawn barrier three, so you can anticipate uh, intent. I think it'll be up there on the speed, which will be where you want to be today at Sandown. Um, I don't know how much shorter it can go. Um, I have a hard time, Jules, trusting the numbers and the form from from Canterbury and Kensington, and that's what this horse has, so I wanted to be against it. Um, but it looks like I was wrong. Your read? Yeah, it's a tricky one because it's off 43 days, soft track, but I sort of like this horse, and I thought they wouldn't, they might come for it. They have, so it sort of means that they're a little bit worried about the rest of them, for example, horses like Royal Mansion, who's solid enough, and then they're completely gapping horses like um, Clarity and... No diggity first up, like it's just been acting like it needs the run. So, yeah, it's really so. It's a po- positive push for a camp that's not going that well in Melbourne. The stats show us that um, that when the money's on, they don't miss too often. Mm. Let's have a look at a few text messages before we wrap up this hour here on the opening bell. Do you lads think a dolphin scratch cascading because they were worried he would defeat Animo? Also. Had it been a heavy 10, do you think they would have scratched Animo and not Cascadian? I think that listener makes a very good point there. Jim from I, Mathra. I'd agree with that. And we've just got to pray that we don't cop the rain. Like we did this show last week thinking we're on a, probably a soft track. No, they tell me week. they tell me the sun is out. Yeah, I know. But they tell us that all the time. Jimmy from Mafra says, morning, gents. Dubai on it. Agree with Dicko. It is a risk due to the following. Jockey chain, second up syndrome, Godolphin finals magic. I think that Cadolphin thought that Animo's biggest risk was Cascading. He's now been scratched by the stable. Go Animo. That's from Jimmy from Mafra. My prediction well, is there will be a track upgrade and Animo will win by a length and eased up. That's from Swanee. Um, the big A is a rock star. Win, lose, or draw. It made me sad hearing the race calls featuring his battles with Thunderstruck. Though happy punting, boys. That's from Steph. Statement last start. Too bad to be true. That's from Graham from Mona Vale. He'll bounce back today. That's a fair call. Yeah. Dave says, SCN track is the best racing information during the week. And this hour with Jules and Dicko is a must listen for punters. So valuable to hear 
The likely market moves as it helps me decide whether to back what I fancy now or wait. Great show, and I'm not just saying that, so I try and win the prize. That's a very good point you make. Um, but I think he probably is favourite to win the prize, Jules. <laughs> yes. So What's Dave, his name? Dave. Dave from Frankston South. Yeah, you're getting the, Dave, you're getting a sling. <laughs> yeah. Frankston South, come around and have a beer, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you like today, Dicko? What's your, your best bet and what's your lay? I, I quite like Buffalo River in at Melbourne. I'm going to lay uh, the Waller Horse. Kazoo race two, I already have. Just pray for me because it's going to be grim if it wins. Uh, race one, Foxycon, they're the two horses I'm going to take on early at Sandown. And then in Sydney, um, I'm going to lay Jaboy Honor. I'm going to back Premise in the Oaks. I'm going to back Numerian and El Patroness in the uh, Queen Elizabeth. And I'm going to have something at a huge price on Exolita. Okay. in the, uh, whatever the other group one is, race nine. We've got, a, we've got an extra couple of minutes here. So even give us a call, one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight. 2355 We'll open up the lines and uh, the best call or the best text message can win a $500. Not, he's got a Kemitari's got to win, but you can win a share in Kemitari for the Quokka in just over a week's time. Or in fact, it's in a week's time. I'll be there live at Ascot. Can't wait for that. We'll have a tent that'll be rocking. And if Animo wins today, even though the sheep might just fly him up, <laughs> he can join us in the, in the marquee. A couple of years ago, Randwick could cop some rain and some strong winds. Sunny day, thinking an upgrade um, to a soft seven. I think that is ambitious, Graham, but I like the positivity that well, you're thinking. Class full operator. I like Correct. that, Graham. Now, now, Jules, what's your best in the lay? Because I want to know something. Have you got anything for us at... Oak Bank this afternoon. And the lanes at the Oak Bank, have you walked the track? Yeah, and are they going to yeah, drift? Yeah, the track. Yeah. Um, you had no yeah, idea you, what, you had you no, remember? you had no idea what your great mate was saying there yesterday, JJ Jordan, did you really? Oh, I don't listen. Um, <laughs> and, I, and, I think, and I think most should take that advice. Um, not only did I walk that track, I ended up sleeping on it last night, so uh, <laughs> I know it very well. Um, <laughs> He likes Gay Gree in the in the sprint, guys. So okay. that's that's what we're backing at False Catcher. We're going to have a good bet on it. Gay Gree in the um in the the good sprint, which is a list race, a good little race that. And uh, hopefully the fans get out there and, and support the day. But um, we're happy to be laying at Sandown, Ayrton, and White Marlin to a certain point. We'll try and get something out of it. Good horses. We love laying good horses, you know, at certain points. And we're not saying they're bad horses. We're saying they're good horses. They they get their chance to win. But as a bookmaker, you've got to try and take these horses on at certain points, and and that's what we're here to do to give the punters, you know, what they consider possibly a spoil. And if you pull your pants down, good luck to you. So eight bank, they've got no jumps racing this year, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. We've got the Derby in Perth as well, so I'm looking forward to that. Dicko, there's what's a ho- Simon Miller teacher? No, there's a horse that I'll be fascinated to see what the market does today because it's from Johnny O'Shea. It's by Awesome Rock. So that's a ball that's based in WA and it looks like it'll be like, if it turns up for mine, it should just be winning. Now we had a chat to your man, Pete Anthony's there. Pistol. Pistol, yeah, the other day. And he but said... I'd love, to, I'd love to get a video on Pistol and Jules having lunch, a long lunch. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah. So Awesome John, what price? I reckon you'll start closer to 250 then. Say three fifty or some John, and I think he'll be winning. Pike and John O'Shea, I think, yeah, he'll be too strong. The only concern, as Pete pointed out, was the the map and how much tempo in this race because there's no leader. But surely, when there's no leader on paper, that Simon Miller can do his speed maps to John O'Shea and say, Pike, you go and set the pace, mate. Go and get the job done, Dicko. 
Well, yeah, Pikey on a leader. Um, that's high risk behaviour well, as a punter, but uh, it is Pikey in the West, so you can't completely pen him. Yeah. Hey, boys, have a wonderful day, Jules. I wish you the best of luck. Is it true that is it true that James Jordan you said towards the back end after you went out for dinner? So where was staying, James? And he said you're not staying with me. You didn't have any any place to live. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's it would have um, been cold on the yeah. on, the, on the track if you were by yourself. He's no luckily, animo, is he, JJ? He He's no help. animo. I don't know if you want to go to war with him. <laughs> uh, well, I can't imagine JJ anywhere near war. To be honest. <laughs> Good on you, boys. Thanks for that. There we go. Thanks for that, Dicko. Have a wonderful day. Oh, bye for now. There we go. There's Jack Dickens and Jules Valance. And uh, great to have the boys to analyse the markets, the all-important markets, especially ahead of a big day um, at Sydney there with the, the second day of the championships. A good meeting there at Sandown and some other terrific programs right across the country. Now, we'll take a break. This is winners on this Saturday morning, thanks to Picklebet. And, geez, I'm looking forward to analysing these markets and races with Mickey Gannon for day two of the championship straight after the break. As I mentioned in the intro, you can get $2.60 animo with Picklebet, $2.10 for Dubai Honour. It'll be interesting to see what that market does throughout the day. So we'll take the 10 o'clock news and then get set, fill up your Picklebet accounts, and we'll get... Uh, ready to try and find a few winners on this Saturday. It is 10 o'clock and it's news time.